1: Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The Emmy Award ceremony was held last night. Our show was nominated, and honey, clear some space on the mantle because they had snow globes at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk's college girlfriend is auctioning off personal items from their relationship, including photographs, a birthday card, and upwards of three kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh, groan from
1: the crowd. Oh, That's why we win the snow globes, baby!
0: I was watching Iron Man 2 with my son the other night, a movie that is at least 10 years old, but uh, Elon Musk makes a brief cameo as... Oh, I've um, forgotten. As, uh stark is walking through a restaurant and there's elon musk jumps up and says oh hey hey tony stark hmm charming yeah kind of cool i haven't
2: watched one of them superhero movies for quite some time
0: i gotta watch what, what was the uh thor movie
2: you said was so entertaining the most recent one thor thunderclap or uh i
0: don't know which is the one where he's fat and always drunk that one's pretty good fat drunk mm-hmm. thor is pretty good thor beyond zipper dome <laughs> whatever the hell <laughs> Most recent one is Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Is he fat in that one, or is he back in shape? I think he's back in shape. Okay. Where he's fat is uh, Avengers Endgame. Yeah, that was funny. He was a he was <laughs> funny. He was a, like if the Big Lebowski were Thor. That's what it was. So that's uh, that's one
2: of those that it's all the super uh, fellas and yeah. gals, right? Just yeah. not just Thor. Sure,
0: they're right. all okay. hanging out together.
2: All right, you know you want to hear something? Mm-hmm. I've already forgotten the title, Alex, because you don't me. care, and I don't <laughs> blame you. I'll send you I a like text. Good, I
0: like. Thank you. I I like a good Thor movie. I got to admit, I found them charming. Yeah, and I I watch. I wouldn't watch any of them if I didn't have a kid. But they're 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 perfectly palatable.
2: Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh Anyway, speaking of things that sell well in China, Uh back to the story about uh, Chinese data thefts and the significance of it. This is a really good write-up, and um I'm learning something from it. I hope you will, too. Mentioned that it's estimated that 80% of American adults have had all of their personal data stolen by the Chinese Communist Party.
0: I 80% they, of us. Do you have any idea what they mean by all of your personal data? I assume they mean social security number, address name, all obviously that stuff, phone number. Yeah, I don't know if
2: it includes all that exactly, um, and they probably ought to drill down into some of the the basics. But um, certainly, every transaction you've ever uh, transacted.
0: I mean, do they have my bank stuff? I mean, the, the fact if the Chinese have the ability to like reach into my bank account and take money out, I would hate that.
2: Well, yeah, obviously, um, that would be horrific. I don't think it's stuff like that exactly. Um, but let me let me get into the significance of it. I think many questions will be answered. You know, uh, it reminds me, I went to a presentation, Judy and I the, the, uh, did the other night, where the presenter decides, uh, I'll just take questions as we go. Oh, boy. And, and? Oh, boy. There was a bar. You could get a drink. So, in other words, the, what was covered was hijacked by people who'd had a drink or two. By the <laughs> dozens. Asking questions from the very insightful and, and, and perceptive to the utterly inane. And he didn't get to like a third of what he was going to talk about. And because I'm meddlesome, I said, you know, there's something to be said for do the presentation first, then do questions. Otherwise, you're giving the mob the steering
0: wheel. You know why it bothers you so much is because of what we do for a living. I've found that, that that, and we've emceed a gazillion events. Right. I mean, if you're a professional at doing this, amateurs doing it will drive you crazy. So my son did a robot camp over the summer, and at the end of the week of robot camp, they had their robot camp competition, and then they gave out awards, and the MCs. We're, we're like children. They were like mm-hmm. high school kids and everything like that. But it was making me insane. Oh, nobody boy. can understand you. Your mouth is too close to the mic. The music is too loud. There's nobody hearing a word you're saying. I wanted to run <sighs> up there and grab the microphone out of their hand. Look, Ugh. I know this is rude, but this is pointless. <laughs> My child?
2: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs>
0: ah, so
2: where was I? Ah, China's stealing data. So Fundraisers, they-
0: especially when i at a fundraiser. It's for a good cause. We're helping, yeah. you know, burned puppies or abandoned kids or whatever it is. <laughs> Nobody's going to give any money because they can't understand you.
2: Now what's important to understand is that the burned puppies are... Uh, 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 <laughs> so if you could make these uh,
0: contributions... You know, hmm. I, I care about burned puppies, but I don't know what to oh do I'm just
1: going to go saying home. saying
0: that. <laughs> Uh, so, uh
2: 80% of us have had all about what exactly is not to nail down in this, and I wish they had. It's an excellent question, Jack. China's ability to holistically obtain our intellectual property... <clears throat> oh, this is a, a person tr- uh, testifying before the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. China's ability to holistically obtain our intellectual property and trade secrets via legal, illegal, and sophisticated hybrid methods is like nothing we've ever witnessed. Our economic global supremacy, stability, and long-term vitality is not only at risk, but squarely in the crosshairs of xi jinping and the communist regime uh scrolling down uh, whoops that's right i gotta go farther Oh blah 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 In the late nineties and early two thousands, China began constructing the Great Firewall, a system of technological surveillance and information control, and it pioneered Golden Shield software that enabled the government to inspect data being received or sent within its borders and block destination IP addresses and domain names. In two thousand four, the Communist Party issued new guidelines on internet censorship that called for Chinese universities to recruit internet commentators who could guide online discussions in politically acceptable directions. So it's a very Very multi layered thing. China also launched a new era of economic espionage. Chinese hackers penetrated the servers of American companies and stole intellectual property valued by some estimates at between 200 billion and 600 billion per year. Per year? Between 2008 and 2013. Most famously, a half a trillion
0: dollars a year? Every year. For years? Wow, how does this fly under
2: the radar? Speaking of flying under radars, it's funny you should say that. Uh, most famously, they breached the servers of a Lockheed Martin subcontractor and made off with plans for Lockheed's $400 billion F-35, the most advanced and expensive aircraft ever produced. China's J-31 stealth fighter jet, introduced a few years later, bears a striking resemblance to the F-35.
0: You know, I hate to say this, but a country that allows that to happen by their enemy deserves to get their ass kicked. I hate to say that because I don't want us to get our ass kicked. But if you're going to allow half a trillion dollars worth of uh, important info to get stolen, including the most advanced weapons you have, mm-hmm. just expect to lose. Then, well, yeah. If you don't get
2: right, uh, you know, on that in that area That's in incredible. the future, you will be you will be defeated. Yeah, absolutely you got to straighten that out. There's so much more to this. Let me cram in a little more. Xi Jinping rose to presidency in 2013, took digital control of Chinese society to a new level. He poured millions of dollars into technological upgrades to monitor and censor content, passing new laws, etc. Uh, under Xi, China also demonstrated how these new technologies could be harnessed to create a new kind of Orwellian surveillance state, empowering authorities to amass a staggering amount of data on its own citizens, and increasingly those in other nations, and experimenting with different ways to... To use them to exert social control. For instance, China's Smart Cities Initiative includes a comprehensive monitoring system called Skynet that uses pattern recognition technologies to identify and track individuals using facial recognition, gait analysis, and other unique personal characteristics. Uh, Then they're used to evaluate compliance with state policies. Uh, she made China's 2025 economic development plan and identified the control of data as a key to the nation's ambition. Whoever controls big data technologies will control the resources for development and have the upper hand, he told the Chinese Academy of Sciences. And somebody else who testified before the Senate said, data is the oil of the 21st century. Who controls the data will control the century.
0: God dang it. Well, that's troubling.
2: Um. So I'll just sprinkle in a couple more things because this is a very long article, and actually, and and we'll have a, a link for you at armstrongandgetty.com. dot uh, com. Chinese hackers expanding their expanding their efforts. Um, theft of valuable industrial and defense technology. Uh, People's Liberation Army breached the servers of the Marriott hotel chain and stole the passport, credit card information, and other personal details of roughly five hundred million guests. They hacked into Anthem oh, Healthcare in the U.S. Holy cow! Anthem Healthcare made off with the personal information, health information of 78 million Americans. They hacked into the U.S. Office of Personnel Management, stole files on nearly 2 million former or retired federal employees, and more than 2 million current ones. I
0: remember that one.
2: Yeah, and uh, okay, there's Equifax, 148 million U.S. citizens, uh, names, birth dates, social security numbers. Um the list goes on and on and on and again how they're going to exploit this stuff is still forming in the communist mind but they are accelerating their artificial intelligence uh, technologies to to continue to steal ever more effectively um it's it's this is crazy
0: yeah so a number of enemies over the years have turned out to be way more incompetent than we thought they were like the Soviet Union was way less of a threat than we thought it was. They had all the bombs, but they just weren't quite as sharp as we we thought. Their economy wasn't as good, mm-hmm. military wasn't good. You know, Ukraine seeing the same sort of thing. But at some point, an enemy is going to live up through their reputation. Yeah, um, and mm-hmm. I just China do they have the ability to if they decided to move on Taiwan say we're going to move on Taiwan we're also going to shut down cell phones in the United States we're going to you know, have all the banks frozen and just, I mean, all these things that they've been working on for years. The answer is not
2: no. I don't know to what extent it's true, but they could do a lot
0: like, like sir, You know, we've, we've, told, we've talked a lot about how they're involved in cell phone towers all around the world and in the United States. And then this thing recently where they're buying all this agricultural land near various uh, government installations in the country and stuff. Mm-hmm. Who knows what they're up to there.
2: You know, they also mentioned that uh, Chinese authorities can prevent foreign companies from transferring what they call core state data overseas, even to their own corporate headquarters. So uh, in response, uh, both Tesla and Apple recently agreed to build new data centers in China to house information they collect there, and, and they can't transfer it back home. They'll just keep it there, and the Chinese communists, obviously, are, are working to get uh, access to it. You know, there are a number of other aspects of this. Again, if you're super interested in it, read it. We'll have it up for you in a few minutes at armstrongandgetty.com. But uh, I wish I comprehended this stuff better than I do, because I do believe it is the great unrecognized front in the war between china and the west for supremacy this century because they are going to find ways to do to if you'll pardon the uh, schoolyard talk they're going to find ways to dick with us we can't even imagine
0: No oh boy that's that's troubling well if you think a carrot's healthier than a donut you've got another thing coming you'll hear that later this hour among other things on the armstrong and getty show The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's been a stunning advance. Ukraine's route of Russian invaders has recaptured 6,000 square kilometers, Ukraine's president says. This land was held by Russia just a few days ago. Now it's providing a rich harvest to Ukraine's army of abandoned Russian equipment. The Russian Z symbol painted over, the guns ready to kill Russians. The recapture of Izium, a strategic prize, accelerated by precision strikes from new artillery donated by Western allies. 3,200 square miles is the latest number the Ukrainians are telling the world that they've taken back from the Russians. Uh, Shocking everyone. Um, So, hope it continues. Anyway, that's an interesting story. A couple of things for you. This headline, Joe and Jill Biden leave the White House to spend an hour in Delaware today. The trip is sudden and unplanned. Got to be a nooner, right? Nooner. I don't know how oh else Lord, you huh?
2: No. Wow, wow, distasteful. Bingo. Do right. you have a better? I heard they, they flew back to vote, even though they they were in Delaware earlier in the week. Oh, okay. So my a uh, trip my... that cost one
0: hundred seventy thousand dollars. So my guess was wrong. All right, sorry. Uh, Larry Summers, who was uh, one of Obama's financial advisors, the Fed should impose a one percent rate hike during the next meeting. Amid serious inflation problem. Woof! I mentioned a couple weeks ago that one night I decided to do a deep dive on the Fed and <laughs> and jumps in interest rates. Well, that's a fun way to spend your night. <laughs> anyway, uh, back early eighties, late seventies, early eighties uh, when uh, inflation was so high, they were jumping five percent at a time. Sometimes,
1: good lord!
0: <laughs> Can you imagine? Wow. To try to choke it off, which it worked. Put us into recession. Reagan's numbers went into the toilet, but it broke the inflation spiral. And, uh, yeah, it's it's like chemotherapy and cancer, man. I was talking to a guy about this last night. The chemotherapy was way worse than the cancer. Um, but the cancer would have killed me if I didn't do the chemotherapy. So it's one of those things you have to do, and that's the interest rates deal with inflation, I think. Wow, handy metaphor. Chilling, but,
2: uh, but well well played.
0: Um, if you're at all following the whole Mar-a-Lago January, January 6th kind of factors, I mean, the Mar-a-Lago raid, whatever you want to call it, story. Byron York with this. He's of the Washington Examiner. New York Times realizes that it might have gotten its readers a little too excited, thinking they'd see Donald Trump in an orange jumpsuit before the election day. Again. Why did he say that? Because of this headline. After a wave of subpoenas... Notes of caution about the January 6th investigation, says the New York Times. The criminal inquiry into Donald Trump's efforts to reverse the outcome of the 2020 election appears to be accelerating, but prosecutors are said to be a long way from making any decisions. So after a weekend of, oh my God, did you see all the subpoenas? they, As Byron York pointed out, he he thinks that maybe they got, well, they're kind of leading people down the road to thinking something big's about to happen, and it might not.
2: Yeah, there's a headline on uh, Fox News the other day about the Durham investigation. Filing another charge or something like that. That's been going on for years. And I'm reminded of a conversation we had. Who was that we were talking to about the dangers of making politics about uh, investigations and prosecutions? Right, right, right. Because it, it puts it into the realm of the legal system, which has completely different standards than the political system. It takes forever. And while you're dealing with all of that, waiting for all of that, 30 other things happen. But you're focused on the investigation.
0: I think we're probably going to go another step down the road. All politics is investigations when the Republicans take the House back, aren't we? They're, they're threatening about, that they're yeah. talking about, uh, and you know, and some of them I can understand why, but they're talking about Anthony Fauci and Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's brother and a variety of different things. It would be it would it would suck a lot of suck a lot of air and money out of the room. Sure, and got to
2: investigate whether Kamala Harris has two brain cells to rub together,
0: huh? For instance, you think she's
2: dumb? Monocelled, Yes. yes. Well, well, we could play that clip again, if you want, about the border being secure.
0: I mentioned earlier in the show, elf ears are a thing, I guess, now. Getting surgery to make it look like you have elf ears. Elon Musk's baby mama, Grimes, has elf ears now. She got the surgery. So if your teenage daughter comes home for Thanksgiving and has elf ears, just realize it's a trend. Oh lord. Like real, like actually they're not an elf at this point but their ears look like elves.
2: They don't have elfin powers. They just don't to have clarify? Elfin, they don't have mm. elfin
0: powers.
1: Armstrong mm. and
3: If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.
0: Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call.
2: Strong and Getty show. Bottom line, this is real. Break, break. We ought to recognize that there are still big Russian troop concentrations in the south, in between Russia and Crimea. Um, It's going to be a long slog to get all of the russians out but yes this is
1: an important moment and a good week or two and i bet it will continue for the ukrainians
0: admiral stravitas who used to run nato saying i'll bet it will continue for the ukrainians you know he's guessing obviously but because nobody predicted what happened over the weekend but uh, i'm glad that's what he thinks is going to happen
2: well yeah although he made it clear he implied that the ground that the ukrainians retook was lower hanging fruit then you know where they really have the troops concentrated but who knows you know like you said what happened last week was unforeseen so difficult to predict um, but the uh, the evacuation of the Russian forces from the areas that were retaken by the Ukrainians is just striking. There's a great, uh, great, uh, actually, i come across a couple of different accounts uh, in the Atlantic, and here's one from the New York Times. The signs of desperation were everywhere. Abandoned military vehicles, cans of food, dishes left on tables, mail scattered on office floors, clothes left hanging on lines. That's how the Russian army left the town of Balaklaya in northeastern Ukraine in a sign of a frantic, chaotic withdrawal as the Ukrainian army closed in. Uh, They mentioned uh, one resident overheard Russian soldiers yelling at their commanders on a radio in an armored personnel carrier parked in the courtyard of his apartment block.
0: You left us behind. You got out. I feel like this is so surprising and so uh, overwhelmingly a rout over the weekend that there's some piece of this missing that we're going to find out about eventually. Something happened. Like, we 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 uh, we in the ukrainians nato whoever like tricked russia into thinking they got some intel about the attack being in a different place or just something happened
2: yeah well i understand there was a feint to the south that might have gotten their attention yeah my theory is and this explains part of it is Uh, Putin and the military brass in Russia, they're aware that they have a paper tiger force, that they have some effective troops, but not a lot. And so these towns in the east were being held by ragtag groups of untrained, young, drunk, stupid privates, as we were talking about uh, yesterday, and they appeared to be a Russian force, but they weren't much because they needed the, the serious forces elsewhere so they left, you know, just token forces behind to try to guard these towns. And they just got overrun
0: like crazy. And they they left their clothes hanging on the line and their tanks behind. I mean, you were. That's uh, that's something. As the
2: Russian defenses around the town collapsed, residents said soldiers ran for whatever transport they could, leaving behind ammunition and weapons, along with personal items in apartments where they had quartered. Trucks drove through the city honking. They climbed on and left. They didn't have a fighting spirit. They were afraid, said one retiree. Uh Other towns in the south uh, shed a harsh light on the apparent morale and communications breakdowns within Russian uh, occupying forces that could have broad implications for the course of the war should the, should units elsewhere be afflicted with similar problems. That's what I was driving at. I think, you know, in the higher value regions, they, they may be, you know, more disciplined. But witnesses describe the Russian troops as increasingly ill-disciplined, unpredictable, anxious, and in some cases simply scared.
0: And President Zelensky saying over the weekend, the Russian military showed us who they are. They showed us their backs as they ran away. That's awesome. Wow. Wow, that's (laughs) some good taunting. (laughs) It really is.
2: Yeah, let's see. Still, a visit by journalists to the recaptured areas organized by Ukrainian police turned up signs of what military analysts have said are worsening shortages of qualified troops in Russia's military, which has increasingly relied on a motley array of soldiers. In newly recaptured village of Verbivka, made of a few isolated straits, etc., um, they described Russian soldiers beating a hasty retreat. A hundred or so soldiers had occupied the village um, from Luhansk, one of those uh, declared uh, Russia-backed separatist groups. Uh, put on occupation duty in what had been a rear area for the Russians. The troops were ill-equipped, lacking even their own vehicles. They had been dropped off by buses. One soldier told one schoolteacher, I'm only here to make a few dollars. The occupiers made little effort to sway residents with the ideology of expanding Russia's borders. Uh, they drove away in cars commandeered from locals. Uh, Etc., just utterly undisciplined and zero will to fight. None of them had any interest in sticking around and shooting guns at anybody. Right. Which, again, for an American citizen or really, you know, a citizen of any developed country of the West, the idea of the armed forces behaving like that is just, it's almost laughable. It's so crazy, but that's at least a chunk of Russia's military.
0: Right, and you wonder how that affects the, I mean, if it's as you describe, more disciplined, more prepared Russian troops down south, I wonder how it affects them psychologically, seeing uh, the, the soldiers run away and their leaders run away and abandon them. I mean that, 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 I would think that would have to have some impact on your your will to fight.
2: Yeah. Well, and some of the stories of looting, I guess the Russians were looting more than ever, totally out of control in this one town, robbing townspeople at gunpoint of electronic equipment, cars, computers, even dresses to take home to their girlfriends and wives.
0: That's incredible.
2: Yeah. And the
0: history of the Russian military, by the way.
2: Yeah, part of the culture. Crazy.
0: It is. God, I wonder how this is going to turn out. Uh, Jonah Goldberg in the L.A. Times today has a piece about um, I'm not surprised, because everything has been unexpected. And he, and he talks about uh, it was unexpected that Putin actually went in. It's unexpected that Zelensky stayed. It was unexpected that the Ukrainians drove him out originally. There were so many things that were unexpected through this whole thing. So One final note.
2: Upstairs, laundry was drying on a clothesline and looped over chairs, including a pair of gray-striped boxer shorts. Look, said Oleg, a Ukrainian policeman, who referred to the Russian soldiers by the derisive term commonly used in Ukraine. Look, they're the underwear of the orcs. (laughs) Wow, they call them orcs. Wow, what a great modern blast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: It is so awful.
2: It is, and there are awful days to come.
0: Yeah. And, and and if and if Ukraine won today, it has been such a tragedy. Oh yeah. The murders and the rapes and the and the and the and the life's savings destroyed and everything. And then all the Russian soldiers that didn't have any interest in being there either. Who right. died. They've lost fifty thousand men by some accounts? I mean that's astonishing.
2: Dopey kids, the victim of a totalitarian government. Yeah.
0: In the year 2022, that sort of thing can still happen. Mm -hmm. All right, we got to make sure we have plenty of time for this because it's so good. And I got something to add to it. Somebody just sent me a text, uh, a nutrition true or false question their middle schooler had in school. They screen captured that fits in with this video that's going around the LA schools about nutrition. Which, if you haven't heard this, it's fantastic. And we'll do that next.
3: If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot
2: with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: While the stock market plummeted, James Taylor played a song about death on the White House South Lawn. You can sing this song when I'm gone.
0: So he also played <laughs> Fire and Rain. <laughs> I've seen fire and I've seen rain. And uh, Tim Sanford tweeted out, you'd think even at some point, James Taylor himself would say, what the hell? As he was on the White House lawn singing fire and rain for the Inflation Reduction Act ceremony. Not a joke. What, what is going on here? I'm surprised. So a you- suicide song and a death
2: song, maudlin soft rock during an inflation reduction
0: party as inflation skyrockets. Hard to imagine who drew that up. Weird, man um so another thing i got on tim sandifer's twitter thread is i just saw him tweet because i follow him on a regular basis i just saw him tweet oh my god and i thought well this has got to be something good and it is it is the new food neutrality video coming out of la schools and being shared around all the uh, it's the biggest school second biggest school district in the world in, in in america food neutrality what the hell does that mean well let's listen to this first
3: I got us donuts! Those are so bad for you. Oh no, are they moldy? I mean, are they poisoned? Are you allergic? No, I'm just saying. Mm. You're judging my food choices based on a false standard of health again, aren't you? Guilty.
1: Diet culture, fat phobia, and systems of oppression have created false hierarchies of food and it shows up everywhere.
3: For instance, harmful thought patterns like earning food through exercising or that dessert is the reward for the punishment of eating vegetables.
1: Remember that you do not need to
3: earn food. We are all incorrectly taught from a young age that our size, and therefore the foods that we eat, are markers of our self-worth. Moralizing food can lead to harmful relationships with food and disordered eating.
1: Instead of focusing on good
3: and bad choices, try to approach food with neutrality in mind. The only foods that are bad for you are foods that contain allergens, poisons, and contaminants, or Food that is spoiled or is otherwise inedible eat
1: without guilt regardless of what society says
3: where
0: is this coming from the idea of food neutrality so you don't judge a donut any differently than a carrot what, what? i don't even i can't even wrap my head around this argument To fight, what was it? Systems of supremacy? I can no longer tell what's parodying what isn't, replied one tweeter. Yeah, I agree. Systems of oppression have created false hierarchies of food. I'll say it again. Systems of oppression have created false hierarchies of food, where there are some good foods and some bad foods, and we're advocating food neutrality, where no food is good or bad. It's only bad if it's poisoned. Or expired, other than that, all foods are as good or bad as any other. Wha- Excuse me, I have a question. Um, are we just setting aside all
2: nutritional science here? Uh, okay, sorry. Okay, Why is even a better question.
0: Why? To fight the systems of supremacy. What the hell is happening here? Uh, Tim's response was this logic really would conclude that the difference between life and suicide is merely a subjective preference and that a preference for the former is a kind of wrongful discrimination. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just the idea that I shouldn't cons- sh- consider eating at McDonald's worse than eating healthy food.
2: W- with all due respect to Tim's metaphor, let me try one. If this is true of things you swallow down your gullet, surely it's true of things you breathe into your lungs. Systems of supremacy have, what was it caused to have false, I can't even remember. Have it's created a, false hierarchies of food. Well, right, right. Systems of supremacy have created false hierarchies of breathing. Breathing in clean air is not better than dirty air or air infected with the hantavirus of rodent droppings or cigarette smoke, or pot smoke, or huffing paint from a sack, or huffing gasoline from that same sack. I mean, that's, that's a false hierarchy of breathing.
0: So that's L.A. school districts with their food neutrality video, and we got this text from somebody whose kid goes to middle school in Brentwood, California. And they screenshotted an actual true or false question on a test from their health book, health class. It's a true or false question. I don't know what the answer is supposed to be. Nutritionism is just like racism. <gasps> wow. You got to give people a <laughs> I know. That's why I stopped there. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> nutritionism, which is an interesting word. Nutrici- nutritionism is just like racism because you are stating one nutrient or race of people is better than another. And making one nutrient or race of people appear better oh. than others You have to make other nutrients or races appear bad. Okay, I get it now. Okay, good. I I get it.
2: I don't. Okay, this is at the very, very bedrock of of critical theory, or just theory as they call it. You have to eliminate all hierarchies. You have to eliminate all uh, dualities, any divisions. There's no such thing as male and female. You have to browbeat people into even cl- being able to claim that there is. I know that sounds totally Looney Tunes, right? But that's part of it. Also, there can be no hierarchies. There can be nothing that is better than anything else because that g- builds systems of oppression. So the idea that e- eating you know, a balanced meal, including plenty of kale is equal to a hot dog, is equal to a donut, is equal to eating dog crap. That's what they're trying to convince you to swallow, no pun intended, because at that point they've broken down any resistance to their theory.
0: And it's made its way into whether or not a donut is bad for you.
2: At the second biggest school district in America, yes. And they're teaching it to kids. This is not some bizarro program that one administrator is trying to get going. This is what they're showing to the kids.
0: The person that sent me this text said I would homeschool if I could. Yeah, because, you know, it's, it's, it's very easy to stay. You should homeschool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but and private uh, God, schools dang it. are expensive. And private schools are expensive. And uh, But God dang it. It's tough to send your kid to a school who has a true or false question like this. Nutritionism nutritionism is just like racism. Oh, my God. And uh, is anybody teaching math or how to read or a little science or anything like that? Maybe computer programming. This has gone so much
2: further than I even suspected. I know. I and, know. And, you know, we're all worried about them teaching critical race theory, making everybody hate each other based on their race, and and the queer theory where little boys or the the a little boy should be a little girl, and we should have uh, drag queens at first grade classes. I mean, all that sick stuff. Or you know, your confused adolescent girl ought to get mutilated by a surgeon for life. That stuff's bad enough. This stuff is just
1: freaking nuts. It's so crazy. Check your clock, it's time to stop Jack and Joe, they've got to go And if they don't get canned, they'll be back tomorrow
0: Here's your host Hmm. for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty That was a little hard-rocking
2: compared to James Taylor, but I enjoyed it Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day Our technical director will lead us off, Michelangelo, in his cage, pressing the buttons Michael, final thought
1: Yeah, Biden... He told Zelensky he needed to leave and run away. Putin, he thought Russia uh, Russia would take Ukraine in days. Both world leaders completely wrong. That is the Ukraine-Russia war. There you go.
2: Young Alex has a final thought. He's our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex?
0: Yeah, you mentioned the uh, NFL games that you watch, and you mentioned that it's less political, and I would agree with that. The one reason I would agree is last year they talked about special interest fundraising that that they were doing, but now they run an ad during the games where the players are talking about all the different kinds of public fundraising that they're doing, and it's a wider swath. So that's one of the reasons I feel it's less political.
2: Yeah, and a lot of the guys do some wonderful charity work in their communities, too, and I uh, salute them for it. Jack, a final
0: thought. I don't even know what to think anymore, where you're teaching in schools that a donut is no better or worse than a salad, and James Taylor is singing Fire and Rain on the White House lawn, while the president talks about the Inflation Reduction Act, while the stock market plunges because of my inflation... I just I it's 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 real. it's enough to make you crazy they talk about gaslighting but this is this is not gaslighting I'm actually going crazy well what about the vice president and the president's press
2: secretary both saying yeah. stuff that is so nakedly dishonest and idiotic and not being called on yeah I mean we could have played both Kamala and KJP more than
0: we did it was so extraordinary Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. These are weird times, man. So many people to thank. So little time.
2: Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Click around. You can get some great A&G swag. Updating it all the time. Get a Stupid Should Hurt t-shirt. There's another radio guy who's starting to rip off our slogan. But, you know, (laughs) imitation the sincerest form of flattery. But uh, remember where you got that. Stupid Should Hurt. (laughs) Armstrongandgetty.com.
0: See you tomorrow. God bless America. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty Hear
2: me plainly I will not sugarcoat this This
3: is all all in the world Phenomenal
2: (laughs) They must have just come across a crop of morons this year or something
3: (laughs) And if that didn't
2: happen Resist, we much The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now And
1: that brought it down
3: Oh no, are they moldy? I think that's a part of it What in the hell heck are we talking
1: about? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know (laughs) Thank you all very much Armstrong and Getty
3: information.